Well, hello. I'm Chandrika, and you're Hardy. Hi. And this is Super Spuds. <laughs> Our inaugural episode. Yep. Uh, so we're sitting around and watching all the CW shows, or all the DC shows on the CW. Arrow and The Flash and Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, Black Lightning, and sometimes the cartoons as well. Yeah, it's a blast. It's a super blast. <laughs> How many super jokes can we make? Hopefully fewer. <laughs> Fair. No, go for it. Get all punny with it. It's just to your heart's content, Jendrick. It's your show. You know, we're just... <laughs> You you make the rules. All right. Well, we'll we'll see how they come. We'll <laughs> we'll go with flow. <laughs> uh, cool. So we just got over the the mid season break, and now we're back into all the just straight thrust back into the story, huh? Sure did. Yeah. All the um, cliffhangers are getting resolved with <laughs> new cliffhangers. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but look, that's what good TV does. It keeps you hooked. Except when it doesn't, <laughs> and then it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want to jump jump into the old Supergirl? Yeah, let's jump into Supergirl. Uh, so the last episode ended with uh, Rain turned around or was about to turn around, and you didn't know whether her daughter knew that she was evil or not. Yeah. But this episode started off with Supergirl just like waking up all nice and happy in her apartment. And then there's this blue guy that shows up. Yeah, Brainiac. I'm surprised they, they put him in there. Yeah. So I I didn't know anything about Brainiac before. Oh, do you know stuff about Brainiac now? Uh, I couldn't tell whether his name was Brainiac or Brainy. <laughs> I think Brainy's his nickname. Okay. <laughs> so this, the Brainiacs are like these, uh, these like artificial intelligences that they made on Krypton. Oh. They're supposed to like know a bunch of facts and stuff, and like they they like are supposed to be helpful, but sometimes they turn evil depending on who's writing the story. So he's a Brainiac. He's not the Brainiac. Right. He's Brainiac Five in this episode. Oh, I totally missed that. Yeah, it's a very deep rabbit hole. <laughs> I clearly <laughs> did not do any research. <laughs> so yeah, we got we got a Brainiac, which is kind of cool. And he's he's a helpful brainiac, which is even cooler. Yes, yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was pretty fun, um, but yeah. So she's like stuck in her own little mind prison because uh, she's in a coma, and she's yeah. in like a water tank or something because that's how you, people heal on TV. And they and they bolted a piece of metal to her forehead. Yeah, I don't really know what that did. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like it was just screwed right in there. That seems like it might hurt. I mean, she is Supergirl, so who knows? <laughs> Maybe, like, normal stickers don't work on her skin. <laughs> there was something that happened in the, the last episode that we didn't really touch on that I thought was um, kind of interesting, mm-hmm. right? So so Rain had her hold, held over the, the building, and she just, like, dropped her on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. Which uh, normally wouldn't, like... It's 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 interesting that they use that sort of like move in the in the fight scene because like if it's a normal person and you drop them from a twenty story building mm-hmm. they're gonna die right but right. if it's like a Kryptonian and you drop them 
then they're just going to fly away, right? But she was so badly injured mm-hmm. that she could be dropped and, right. and like be hurt, yeah. but not die. Yeah. So it was just kind of like a, a an interesting, uh, I don't know, fight move that they used. That like gravity is a fight really move. About. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was kind of cool. Hmm. Yeah. So. Um... Yeah, that was pretty cool. So I guess it seemed like Rain thought that she was just like done for though, and like, didn't realize like that dead. she was in a show called Supergirl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, can't break that wall, huh? Yeah, yeah. So the uh, things that I heard about Rain were like she had some interesting quotes, like "apathy is the greatest sin of all." There will be no mercy, only justice, and I'm here to help. And they're just kind of contradictory. How do you figure? Uh, like, I don't know. It gets into what is justice. And like, I guess the point I got out of her was she's against any kind of mercy or forgiveness or the idea of any kind of rehabilitation. And she wants to dehumanize anyone that she doesn't think is on her side. Mm. I see. Yeah. Like, Go ahead. That was, that was just kind of interesting because it's like a very hard line of like good and ba- bad. And we're taking that same good and bad line with Rain and saying that she's bad as like an audience. But like Rain is against the criminals, but mm-hmm. she's just also against the people that want to treat them like humans. Yeah. Like you only get one shot and then and then you're just yeah. done if you do the wrong thing. Yeah. Death penalty for all. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very different from, like, our upbringing in, in America, right. right? Yeah. Well, I mean, not that different, actually. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> kind of different depending on who you are. Right. Huh. Yeah. So are we are we the, the viewers going to go on a road trip and, like, discover that we are the real uh, enemies? I think we're the enemies in the eyes of Rain. Hmm. Because, like, right. we give people second chances. Like, freaking Arrow is a freaking criminal, you know? <laughs> <laughs> There's not really a question about that. Right. <laughs> He's just, like, randomly killed people. But then, like, Rain also feels like she's okay well, killing people. hold on, people. hold on. Not even, not even randomly. They're, like, premeditated kills, right? This yeah. is, like, <laughs> like, he planned these kills, right? Right. <laughs> But so Unless here's the you're other thing, like, like a right. fodder, and then you just got accidentally shot by an arrow and killed because you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. <laughs> but like, okay, so here's the other thing: Rain thinks that she's justified in like meeting out her form of justice, and so she she's okay killing people. She just doesn't want other people to be committing crimes that she doesn't agree with. Hmm. Hmm. Like a holier than thou attitude. Yeah. Which gets back to like she is she like supposed to be a god or she is I think a god? She thinks she is. Yeah. So she literally is like holier than thou. Well, she thinks she is. Right. I don't know that she she's is. acting like well, it. <laughs> wasn't okay. So I didn't really understand the the backstory of her. Was she manufactured or was she just some Kryptonian that was sent to Earth? It's unclear, because I thought that she was a Kryptonian sent to Earth, but then it sounds like there's also a secret army that she didn't know about, and some, like, holograms are trying to make sure that she's going to do their job correctly. 
before they give her backup? It was really unclear about what was happening. Okay, maybe we just need to watch more and it will become... Yeah. All right, so so Rain's an unknown. Maybe mm-hmm. she's actually specially made. Maybe she's just a normal Kryptonian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Monel, what what powers does Monel have? Because <laughs> he has he's, a magic ring now. He's uh, like, let him fly. Yeah, I didn't really understand that, but he's he's got super strength. He's also right. uh, something else. I don't really know what his powers are. He can't fly. I know that. Right. He's not yeah. as strong as Kryptonians because he's Daximonian. Daximite. Sure, there you go. <laughs> uh, and he can't. He doesn't have like the the laser eyes. Does he have the cold right. breath? I don't think he has anything except for a little bit of super strength. Oh, okay. I mean, even that is like that's nothing to sneeze at, right? I mean, like... Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, like he can break up fights and stuff. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Like he's he's good backup for Kara, but and he like can he's... jump, right? He's got hops. Yeah. I mean, that's related to his super strength, right? He has, like, sure. good leg muscles, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like you said, now they've got these rings and they can fly. So, so okay. What happens if he loses his ring? <laughs> well, he stops flying, I think. Can anyone pick up a ring and fly? I don't really understand the rings, Jindrik. I'm sorry. <laughs> it just, like, makes me think of the rings from Spaceballs. <laughs> Where, like, all the power is centered in the ring, but then it turns out that the ring is meaningless and just, like, an idea. So. I was I was kind of wondering how far we'd get before a space. <laughs> so, this is good. We're, we're what, 15, 15 minutes in? 10 minutes? Uh-huh. This, this is good. It's better than I thought. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> but I'm just like, it was so hokey. Well, it is 31st century technology, so maybe it's uh, just something that's not explained yet. Maybe the rings are bolted to their hands so that they can't lose them. Maybe it's future tech. I'm going to okay. go with future tech. I like that. That seems like that seems like a convenient uh, answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, they're all in this fight, and Kara can't get out of her mind prison until... She finds her car glasses, and then she finds her key to get out of her apartment. <laughs> car glasses. Yes, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> so, what was the what was the like underlying uh, like what's what's the uh, simile there, or the the metaphor, or whatever's happening? I guess like uh, your true self isn't your superpowers; it's your like inner personality, and your inner personality is being nerdy and wearing glasses. Mm, okay. At least for Kara. But so actually, I think it's more than that. It's um, so her uh, outward personality to the public is like, oh, I'm super strong. Nothing hurts me. I'm Supergirl. But inside, she's really vulnerable and has all these feelings and like uh, has like breakup feels and friends and all of that. And like, that's her true self. But she can't display all of her vulnerabilities to the outside world, but that is her true self. Mm. And I think that's what it was about, like accepting herself with all her flaws. That makes sense. That also seems like a, a, a good way to get out of your brain, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah. Because, like, if you uh, just think that you can power your way through stuff, but don't realize that you need to sleep or do whatever else to deal with the mm-hmm. stuff around you, then that's not going to work out. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. So, um, so Chandrika, I have, I have like a, a couple of comments and, and some questions and whatnot. Okay. So, uh, the first thing is that, uh, <laughs> John had to be, uh, Kara again, right? He had to go <laughs> pretend to be her, which was a great scene, right? Because that he was so totally good. didn't want to do it, right? And then he's like, that was amazing. He's like talking in his normal voice, but it's Kara's face. And it's, it's just. It's just great. I think that's my favorite time that John has come in as Clara. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. And he's like, did you think to... that he looked constipated? I'm sorry. <laughs> John as Clara looked constipated. He just like had this face. <laughs> he just looked like he was in pain. <laughs> I think that's just being annoyed. I don't know if that's constipation, but maybe both of those are the same face for him. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> It was good because he cut, he like also sort of kept some of his mannerisms, right? Because he was like, yeah, Olsen really likes you. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> she calls him James, first of all. I, <laughs> but she I was also wondering just why Lena didn't call her on that. Like, why are you calling James Olsen? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so that was good. Yeah. But then I have, uh, I have an actual question. Jonica. Mm-hmm. So Rain is kryptonian or something right yes and she like had a daughter so Mm -hmm. is the daughter like also kryptonian and like will she uh grow into her powers and and, like Mm. become a super person she would be half kryptonian right well although we don't know who her dad is exactly she could be full blood Mm. oh Ooh, and there is resemblance there. Like, I feel like she is actually her biological daughter. Well, yeah. I mean, she she had her, like, she knows that she had her, uh, like, went into labor and all that sort of stuff, right? Or mm-hmm. C-section. However, you know what? She knows that she was pregnant. She knows she had a daughter. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she is flesh and blood. But, like, mm-hmm. is that, uh, like, how does that work? It's a good question. So, like... Samantha, like, didn't know she had any superpowers until a few weeks ago, like the beginning of the season, right? Um, can I ask a question? Yeah. Who's Samantha? That's Rain, right? Okay. Thank you. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, yeah. She didn't know she had any powers until she squashed that, like, uh, scaffolding. Right. So, like, is this a thing that just, like, pops up in a moment of crisis or, like... If the daughter were to find herself with powers, how and when would that happen? You know, they, they talked about it when they said the backstory. And I don't really remember what the reason was that it was, it was like hidden for, from her for a while. But they did sort of mm-hmm. explain it. So maybe it's that same situation. Cool. So the thing that I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure somebody knows what's going on. But mm-hmm. it sounds like there's convenient loopholes everywhere. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, so uh, one more question. Uh, Monel and his wife said that they couldn't fight because they like had some like special DNA encoded into themselves 
that they needed to like save for the future mm -hmm. in order to save like some rando planet that we've never heard of before. Mm -hmm. So they don't fight and then they do. Well, I mean, like, you can only stand on the sidelines for so long, Gentrika, before you realize that you have to do something, right? Yeah. But like, what if they had died or like... No, then that planet would die. Hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. These, these are the things that happen when you're uh, saddled with being a superhero. Yeah. Mm. You have to balance saving Kara versus a planet. Yeah. But like Kara can save a planet. So <laughs> maybe not 300 years in the future, but <laughs> probably when she's still alive, she could. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it was the most rational decision, but it was a decision that had to be made, you know, and they made it. Yeah. Yeah, it just seemed weird because we'd never heard of this other planet before. And, like, I don't know how you code information into your DNA either. 31st century tech. Okay. <laughs> All right. In a thousand years, I mean, we'll be able to do anything. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. I mean, look how far we've come in the last thousand years. Yeah. We have microphones. <laughs> Me and you are talking and we're not even in the same city. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't do that a thousand years ago I'll tell you what yeah all right are we uh how how are we doing here are we, are you are we done <laughs> yeah yeah let's move on to the flash yeah which uh i was watching the flash and the whole time i was just angry about how radiation is portrayed on tv <laughs> Nothing about it was correct in any way at all. All right, you should you should go tirade. Let's hear it. Okay, so here's the deal. Uh, I used to be a nuclear pharmacist, and I used to work with radiation. And first of all, they keep using this uh, unit called a rad, which is absorbed dose. And absorbed dose means that you're dealing with like the exposure in terms of like how much matter is absorbing it, but like. Are we talking about berry? Are we talking about just like air? Like in like people that actually deal with occupational radiation exposure don't talk about rads. We talk about REMS here because we have to talk about how it interacts with different parts of our like tissues. But if you're just like out in the air, you uh, measure stuff in exposure with uh, MR per hour and they just like didn't know what they're talking about. And then they like tried to freeze the sky and like, then I was like, okay, what type of radioactive decay is this guy going through? Is it like fission? Is he? Are they trying to like stop a chain reaction? Are like the only way that freezing will help with most types of radioactive decay is if we go down to absolute zero, because you have to like actually stop the like atoms from moving, like the parts of the nucleus from moving, and like that didn't really seem realistic because killer frost is just like turning things into ice that's not absolute zero cold and then like the whole deal where barry runs really fast and creates a vacuum to suck up the radiation like cosmic rays exist in space that's radio that's radiation that's ionizing radiation in space in a vacuum like what type of radiation are they talking about like are they talking about alpha particles because they can stop that with a piece of paper like they could have just papered this guy up and stopped him from burning anyone <laughs> <laughs> it was just so inconsistent. <laughs> okay, are you... Uh... I'm done. <laughs> okay. 
I figure you should probably just get it off your chest now so we can have a real conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And like the truck. The truck was not placarded properly. (laughs) (laughs) I used to deal with DOT regulations. Like that's a thing. You don't just go around with the symbol of an atom on your truck and say like, yo, I have radiation. So uh, speaking of the truck, the thing that I didn't understand about that, okay, like I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna contest anything that you just said because I don't know anything. <laughs> uh-huh. But like, if the truck's emitting radiation, how is that safe? It's like, not. They... You don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but like they they saw the signal on their like scanners or whatever, right? And they're like, oh, this there's like a huge radiation uh, emission coming from this area. And then they stopped the truck and saw it was a radiation thing, and they're like, oh, it's fine. Just let it keep polluting. Like, that's... Isn't that, like, the whole problem? (laughs) So, you can have, like, a sealed source where you know what the exposure is, and you have to label it as a yellow three or whatever. Um, But it has to be properly sealed. Like, if there's any way that it can spill or, like, get out of its container, then you cannot transport it across public roads. Okay. So, if this guy is emitting radiation from his face... (laughs) Like in some way, like that's that's not a sealed source. <laughs> so he needs a yellow placard, is what you're saying. He needs to be put in like a lead box. Sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, when you transport radioactivity, it has to be properly braced, and uh, like you know, you have to make sure that it can't spill out onto the public roads. And mm-hmm. there's lots of rules about this, and they didn't follow any of them. <laughs> they just put up a picture of a big atom. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> how about the rest of the episode? What did you think about any of that other stuff that happened? All right. So, the trial. The trial was actually kind of fun. Except okay. for when Barry just, like, left in the middle of his trial, and the judge was like, all right, that's fine. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know any legal stuff, and maybe there is this grace period where you can just not be in court when you're the defendant. But, like, what did they even need Barry for? Like, first of all, they know pretty much that he's going to jail, right? Yeah. So they're going to have to learn to cope without him. Right. Right? Yeah. But, like, he didn't really do anything the whole time. Yeah. Like, his his, uh, flashiness wasn't really required in order to deal with this person that was out of control mm-hmm. you know it just seems like a weird like it's not like he was just sitting on the couch and just like hanging out you know they knew he was in court mm-hmm. they knew that this was like a very important thing mm-hmm. like I don't, I don't understand why they thought they should try to pull him out of court you know i mean i think they just wanted that scene at the end where they could compare and contrast the judge's speech versus the police guy's speech to say, like, oh, on the one hand, the Flash is, like, this superhero, and on the other hand, Barry is this criminal that we think is a murderer. But yeah. really, they're the same person. So what's the real truth? Hmm. Do you think that who's the, we're... Who's the real spud, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think that Barry's ever going to tell anyone that he's a Flash, or is that just, like, a fake out all the time? I think he should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right? He's not like uh he's not like a bad superhero. 
in the sense that like he does weird things and then expects people to just get over it Mm -hmm. you know he like does good stuff Mm -hmm. and like he's just a a decent person you know and he does he's like he's like a good guy you know and like his enemies rarely if ever are trying to actually kill somebody Mm -hmm. they're just trying to like kidnap somebody maybe or like hold somebody for hostage or whatever you know yeah so like i don't know why not yeah uh, I have another question. Mm-hmm. Uh, how is he able to have conversations with Iris uh, without time passing? He didn't know. It was speed force magic. <laughs> you know, sometimes these things happen, Jendrika. When you're that when you're that close to the speed force, you can't control what happens with, with things that you touch. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But yeah. so I, I at least like that they didn't try to make an explanation. He was yeah. just like, I don't know how this is happening. That's true. And they did have like a really cool effect with the like little red sparks flying around them. Mm-hmm. I I thought that looked kind of cool. That was fun. Yeah. Um. But okay, why did Barry get out on bail? Is he just like such a good citizen normally that they gave him a really low like bail or? You know, I don't really know, but it probably has something to do with the fact that he was a CI. Okay. Right? CSI, maybe? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and I think, like, probably somebody pulled a string somewhere and was mm-hmm. like, come on, bro. Just just let him, uh, let him, let him have uh, an easy bail. Even though Wait, he just killed this guy. I have a question. So, in the beginning, um, I was wondering, like, how is he out? Like, how are they stopping him from not skipping town or something? And it turned out that he had an ankle bracelet. Uh, can they track where his ankle bracelet goes and can they tell that he was where the flash was or did Cisco like do something so that no one could track him? I think Cisco hacked something, but at the same time, can't he just like phase through it and just leave the bracelet at home? <laughs> yeah. But like when he left the courtroom, mm-hmm. was he still wearing an ankle bracelet then? Oh, I don't know. I don't really know how any of this legal stuff works, Jindrika. Yeah. I don't either. <laughs> there were some interesting parts in this episode, though, where, like, he's he's like a different kind of... Uh, he's got a different sense of justice, I guess. You know, where he's, like, uh, willing to go along with the rules of the law, even mm-hmm. though there are, like, ways he could get around it. But yeah. It's just like, yeah, I'm just going just gonna to do whatever, you know? And like the the truth shall set me free type of deal. Yeah, that was like the overarching thing that like I will follow the rules and the rules will like tell everyone what the truth is mm-hmm. eventually. And it seems it seems like that was something he kind of got from his dad when he when he was in jail for however many years, you know, mm. where he was just like, uh, "I'm going to deal with this. I know that I'm innocent, mm-hmm. but like, yeah. I'm just gonna just gonna do it," you know. Hmm. Yeah, and then that's why he ends up in the same prison cell as his dad. Yeah, not. I don't know about that, Chandrika. <laughs> so, first of all, why did they put him in the exact same cell? Right? They right. know they have records for that stuff. They know what cells people are in. Secondly, uh-huh. why did his dad carve his name into the wall? Like what? I I didn't. I don't know. Maybe they didn't portray his dad the the right way in the backstory in the previous episodes. But like, he didn't uh-huh. seem like the type that would be. Uh, like proud of being in jail and want to put his name there. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't seem like the Henry Allen that I know, you know? 
because I'm best friends with Henry Allen. Mm-hmm. But like, it just seemed like a weird thing to have your dad carve his name in there, you know? Yeah. And is Barry I mean, going to carve his name in there next to it just to like continue the Allen train there? <laughs> was it just a reminder for the audience that like, hey, Barry's in jail. Remember that his dad was in jail too? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think that's exactly what it was. But like, it just isn't a. Th- it doesn't seem like a thing that his dad would have done. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro. I've been in there. I've been doing hard time, you know. And it's like, no, that's not. That doesn't. That doesn't seem right. Yeah. So we still don't know who sent the knife. I mean, like it was probably Devoe, but yeah, I would assume. Yeah, but like they made a big deal in the uh, court in the in the trial about how the knife was a wedding present. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't say that it was from Devoe. Where it came from? Yeah. 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 I mean, I guess that seems. It seems like if that's going to be evidence, you should probably know who sent that to to start with, right? You would think, but maybe the prosecution also knew that it wasn't relevant or might hurt their case, so they just like conveniently didn't look into it. <laughs> 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 Yeah, that seems it seems a little strange. Yeah. Uh what else happened in here? You had you had Dibney become the good, the like moral compass for Joe, which was a weird scene, right? Where yeah. it was like Joe was trying to plant some evidence and then Dibney was right. like, Well let's let's think about this. And it's like, wait yeah. a minute. Wait hold, hold on a minute. How far have we fallen? I also this? have a question about uh his powers. So we know that he can like stretch and whatever direction and ways and stuff that's fine but keys are like specific to a lock and you have to know like where the little cuts and stuff are mm-hmm. how does he know what type of key to turn his finger into for the specific lock i think so for, there's okay here we go it's gonna get real technical first of all there's like master keys uh-huh. that you can use uh-huh. for any any sort of lock mm-hmm. there's like Certain locks have like five or six different ones, and you just stick the master key in there and turn it, and it's good. Mm. Uh, so there's that that he could have done, mm-hmm. and he is kind of like a real thieving kind of shady guy. That's so maybe true. He just like knows a couple different master keys. Mm-hmm. Second, if you just like stick your fi- uh, not stick your finger because you can't actually do that, but when you when you like pick locks, maybe he's just got a lot of experience picking locks, mm-hmm. and so he pushes his like plastic finger in there, mm-hmm. and then just like molds it to the shape of the mm-hmm. the the key or whatever mm-hmm. and then when he turns it he like figures out how uh far up and down it's supposed okay. to okay all right yeah. <laughs> so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna say that he has experience picking locks uh-huh. and and can just do it by feel now and can just stick his finger into a keyhole okay that's all good is that acceptable that's acceptable uh that makes him really <laughs> scary but <laughs> Although, like, I don't know who's creepier, like, someone who can face through walls or someone who can just, like, turn his finger into a key. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> uh, but that was also a weird scene as well, because the DeVos have a bunch of, like, cameras set up. Right. On their porch and stuff. Yeah. And so they would have, like, Joe knows that he, he would have been caught on camera up there with, like, a plastic bag. Yeah. Did me opening the door. What? Yeah. Right? Like. Yes. There's nothing about that scene that was a. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. I feel like we're I feel like we're analyzing all of the wrong parts. You know? mm. Yeah, I feel like they needed something for Joe to do, but that the thing that they gave Joe to do fell out of character for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. 
Yeah. What else? What else uh, was interesting in there? Anything else? So, um, I mean, so Barry's in prison. Um, he could like phase in and out of prison at any point, mm-hmm. but he's gonna like just go back to prison when he's done saving the world. I guess. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, Is I it, feel like. Do you think he's gonna start doing that, or he just like? Uh, leaves and comes back whenever there's like a problem happening. I'm afraid of that. I don't want that to happen. Because you want him to just uh, do the right thing until the truth comes out, or because you think he's not that important to the show. I think he is important to the show, but like, I I don't know how he's gonna get out. Like, uh. It doesn't seem like they have any evidence that can prove that he's innocent right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if they'll like catch him trying to save the world as the Flash and realize he is the Flash. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Be too good for his own good, huh? Yeah. It'll be an interesting uh, second half of the season, I think. See what happens there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Jendrick, let's talk about the real interesting show this week. Okay. <laughs> is that Black Lightning? Yes, it's Black Lightning. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't know much about Black Lightning coming in, and I was just like trying to keep up and figure out who the characters were. Mm-hmm. Do you know a lot um, about Black Lightning now? I know that he has a family, and his uh, superhero suit looks like a light-up tuxedo. <laughs> Okay, I think that pretty much sums up the whole episode. Okay, let's go to uh, Arrow. No. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> it's a very different feel, and I like yeah. it. Yeah, right? The, yeah. the other shows that are on there are, are uh, like, I could see them being rated like PG or something, mm-hmm. but this felt very R-rated. Yeah, right? right? For, like, graphic language and violence and stuff, you know? Yeah. It just Which, felt way more real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Like, these, uh, yeah. Mm. Like, I that first point. scene where it starts off with the police pulling over the family? Mm-hmm. Like, whoa, that's that's something that people can relate to. Yeah, and it it's, Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a real thing. I mean, aside from the, like, lightning stuff, the electricity stuff, but (laughs) the rest of it's pretty real. Right. Yeah. Okay, so he got his powers somehow. We don't really know how he got his powers, right? Mm -hmm. Like, he got mad in the middle of a rainstorm or something. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm guessing there's more to it than that. I hope so. But then, so he, like, uh, fights some criminals, but then he's like, nah, I'm gonna, like do it the real way and like pull a berry and not well pull a berry in that like he's not going to be a vigilante mm-hmm. um he's going to play by the rules and he's like a really good principal it sounds like yeah yeah um i didn't really understand the timeline did he become principal before or after he stopped being black lightning i think after but i'm also okay. a little unsure all right well i'll just go with that yeah Okay. So now instead of like helping by fighting crime, he helps by like uh, making the next generation better or whatever. Yeah. And like uh, just trying to shape 
their lives and get them to like go to school and stuff. Mm-hmm. That seems cool. Yeah. And he also like keeps in touch with people afterwards to some extent, right? Right. Yes. He was talking to uh, what is I don't Latavius. Know. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, he still pays attention to what happens. It's it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of cool. Yeah, he like knew their names and stuff. Yeah. So is he is he divorced? Yeah, they're they're divorced and they have like joint custody or whatever, but I guess they the kids live with him. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. And the older kid is 18 now. Well, she teaches there, I think, right? Oh. Okay, somehow I missed that part. <laughs> so there was that scene where she was she was like trying to teach the class and then mm. uh homegirls like 20-minute dude that she met came in all mad and shit. And it's like <laughs> he came yes. in all mad and he, and like and like they they did the thing and they like pulled them both out of class and lots of stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So uh why was Anissa in jail in the very beginning? Uh she was protesting something. Okay. She was, she was protesting the one hundred, I think. And the one hundred is like the ah. dead people, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of funny that her sister kept calling her Harriet Tubman. It <laughs> <laughs> yeah. seems like, like it's going to be an now? interesting show. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Uh, yeah. So uh, I know that Anissa is supposed to be another like superhero called Thunder, right? Oh. See, I don't, I don't know a whole bunch about the whole, about the family, so. That's ah. it's good. But I just did, like, yeah. They did give like a preview of her at the end mm-hmm. where she like went ham on that sink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Was that also in the middle of a rainstorm? <laughs> I don't think everything has to do with rainstorms, Shindrika. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that was a pretty good setup. Like, I don't, there's a lot of ways they can go from here. Yeah. I also like that um, the reason they got divorced was because he was Black Lightning. Well, not, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, that's not what I like. What I like is that he, like, somehow they they both knew about it, like him and his wife, right? Like, he didn't mm-hmm. keep it a secret and, like. Right. Yeah. He so didn't, like, different. he didn't lie to her for her own good or anything like that. I think they got divorced because, like, he was getting hurt too much. Yeah. And, like, just, it was disruptive. Yeah. And it's, it was sort of similar to, like, Curtis and Arrow, except for Curtis also lied. (laughs) Wait, (laughs) so how was was this similar to Curtis? So not, well, you know how Curtis got divorced (laughs) because his uh, husband was like, oh, you're lying to me and, like, not hanging out with me ever. Oh. That's just like everybody in Arrow, though, right? They all just like hate their their spouses, don't they? Yes, yes, <laughs> they do. <laughs> yeah, so I liked that uh, Jeff and what's her name, Lynn. Uh, uh, sure. They like, even though they're not together, they still have like 
some sort of a relationship where they can interact with each other in a normal way. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I'm I'm excited for this this series, Jinjika. I hope it turns out to be pretty good. Me too. It's yeah. got a lot of grit. It's got a lot of action. It's got mm-hmm. uh, what seems like an interesting story. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's it has be good. a light up tuxedo <laughs> suit. <laughs> <laughs> sure. That was not my favorite part. <laughs> the whole time I was like, "Oh my gosh, the music is so cool. The lighting's so cool. Like they're doing really cool shots. What is that suit? <laughs> what is happening now?" Oh. Speaking of I'll suits, get over it. Is, yeah? it, is it arrow time? Yeah, it's arrow time. <laughs> you sound so intrigued. <laughs> You're so ec- ecstatic to talk about this. I can see. I am so ecstatic. So, okay, actually, um, I noticed in Black Lightning that like the lighting was really good and I was able to see all their faces really well. In Arrow, mm-hmm. I think part of the problem is that I can't see anyone and I don't know what's happening. Because <laughs> it's a very dark and gritty show, right? Yeah, but like you can have dark and gritty but also be able to see stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like it's always been like that, where it's just like you don't really know what's happening because it's always night, you know? Yeah. It's always like the bad part of night where you, there's no lights around. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, like the overall thing with Arrow is just like the lack of trust between the original three and the new three, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, where do we go from there? And do we want them to all become friends again? Or how do they become friends again? I mean, at this point, I think... So So if we just skip ahead to the end of the, the episode, you've got Oliver over here trying to be all apologetic and saying that, yeah, he's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, you know, he wants him back and all this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Curtis is like, no, I don't trust you and you don't trust me. And, like... That was jacked up and you shouldn't have done all these weird things and I'm just not going to do it. And like Renee and and, uh, Diana are the same way, you know, Yeah. which I think is good, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's it it like I totally saw or I I thought that what the way this episode was going to end was they're going to be like, all right, let's go. Let's go back to the the old way, you know? Yeah. But like they stood up for themselves, you know, and they were like real people. I like how real people would respond in a yes. situation like this. Where like I, yeah. When somebody betrays your trust completely, you're just like, all right, I'm done with you, you know? Yeah, I was totally on their side. And for once, I was glad that they didn't act like they still knew they were in a show called Arrow. Because like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the show is called Arrow, but Oliver is not being very cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, think that, I think that was a good resolution to the, the yeah. problem. Oh, and like last time we talked about um, how Oliver doesn't realize that Renee also has a kid. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and he finally pointed that out. It's like, like, well, good. You you understand why he did this thing for his daughter. Right. So proud that you're an adult now, Oliver. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of just being a whiny baby that somebody wants to protect their family over you. Yeah. So one thing that I kept having trouble with this episode was like, there's a lot of characters now. Like, I don't know which baddie is which anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, so there's a Bratwa. Okay, so that's uh-huh. cool. There's Caden James. James Caden? Mm-hmm. James, Caden James. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's this Bertinelli dude? Because I kept thinking of Valerie Bertinelli, who is... Yeah, so... <laughs> who's Huntress, right? Oh, no, Valerie Bertinelli. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, she's like so, some other not, actress. Not her. Not her. But uh, the Bertinellis are were like a crime syndicate. Okay. And they had like all this stuff happening. They had a daughter, and she uh, became the huntress in like I want to say season two. Oh. She was doing a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Oh. So he's uh, one of the last Bertinellis that's around. And I think Huntress is still like out there doing stuff. That she just hasn't been like in uh, Star City. That's but, from uh, a long time ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was super throwback. Yeah. Okay. So okay, uh, that's that's who the, that's who that Bertinelli guy was. Gotcha. Before he get capped in the back of the head. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then there is uh, Black Black Siren. Is she Black Siren now? Uh, I don't know what her name is. Evil Laurel. Yeah, yeah. I got a. We're gonna have to talk about that part. Anyway, continue. Uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, everyone's like ganging up on Oliver, and Oliver doesn't trust any of his friends, so he's like all alone. Poor Oliver. Yeah. And then like he tries to get his friends back, and they're like, "Yo, dude, no, this that's not how this works." Mm-hmm. Uh, so what was the deal with Vigilante? So Vigilante was like playing Dinah. Um, and you mean in this episode or just in general? Kind of both. So, like they have that history, mm-hmm. and then now he's like sort of playing along with Kate and James. But he's also trying to be friendly with uh, Dinah. I don't really know what's happening because they haven't really explained anything. But my guess is that he cares more for Dinah than he does for Kate and James. Mm-hmm. And he, he like wants to do right or like at least be around her and talk to her and stuff. But mm-hmm. like uh, he also wants like this to be with Kate and James's group of mm-hmm. evil people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't. I, from this episode, I couldn't tell how genuine his concern for Dinah was, mm. given that he, like, beat her up. <laughs> like, You think he's going to go back or, like, flip-flop? I don't really know. Mm. It's, it's hard to say. I don't think he's going to be good. Like, I don't think he's going to be on Oliver's side. But it would be interesting to be on Dinah and Curtis and Renee's side. Ah, oh, I see. So, so what if that becomes the new team, and then uh, Oliver's just like a lone wolf again, like completely, you know? Yeah. Uh, huh. That'd be yeah. an interesting play. That would be interesting. Hmm. What if uh, what if Rags came back? You know. That would be great. What happened to Rags? He just like left town, right? Yeah, he had to go do uh, rag things. But what if he like came back? Which which side would he be on? Would he be on Oliver's side or would he be on uh, Curtis and Renee's side? Mm, mm. Right? I feel like he'd have to be on Renee's side, like Renee and them side. Because Oliver's like super untrustworthy? Yeah, he is. <laughs> or, or would he choose the other side because uh, Felicity killed his whole city? Well... But he's not going to be on Felicity's side, right? Like, if he's on the side with Dinah and Curtis. Sure, sure. But I'm saying, like, would he choose that side because the Oliver side has Felicity on it and she killed his whole city? Like, mm. would, he, 
would he still have that in the back of his mind and be like, yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm going to work I mean, with you. I feel like it is hard to get over that. Like, that's not nothing. <laughs> that's interesting. I, I kind of hope he comes back now, you know? Yeah, that who would be cool. Would, who else could come back out of nowhere? I mean, they brought uh, back Bert and Ellie. Might mm-hmm. as well bring some other people back. They brought back uh, Deathstroke. Yeah. Um, who else could they bring back? Hmm. Uh, what about um, the guy in the red suit? Not Speedy, but the other guy, Arsenal. Flat- uh- <laughs> Roy. <laughs> I was gonna say Flash. I was like red suit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I think I feel like he would be on Oliver's side mm-hmm. because he doesn't know those other people, right? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And then, like, there's Thea, who, like, does know how to fight. Yeah, but she's, like, done, isn't she? But is she? <laughs> <laughs> All the questions, Chandrika. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what exactly is happening with the administration now? So Oliver's still the mayor, but Renee just, like, uh, got let go or, like, stepped down. Yeah, he got and, fired, which which Thea brought up as an important like issue that they just sort of like brushed off and right. like he did some whistleblowing and now he's fired. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that that's like like I mean, I know if somebody wants to fire somebody, they can always find some reason, but like mm-hmm. that's very suspect. Yeah, like is this a net will administration <laughs> like how does that work? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that like if uh what's her name not uh what who who's the fbi agent i forget her name watson yeah i just keep wanting to say uh waller like amanda waller but she's dead mm. uh so if, if watson like got wind of this then she could totally mm. just like you know call him out on that and be like hey what's mm-hmm. happening here you know and like yeah. do some real stuff you know so um, they said that Kane James leaked all the like secret tapings to Watson, and that's how Watson knew what was up. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was a little sad in that it undermined Watson's investigations, like her own abilities to find out what was happening. Right, yeah. So I was a little sad about that. Because I wanted to know, I like, Watson's been able to learn stuff that like Lance never found out, for instance. Like I wanted her to just... Be a really kick-ass investigator on yeah. her own. Yeah. And I want more of her. <laughs> <laughs> is she still in the show or is she just done? I I mean, the investigation is still going on, so I think she's just a recurring character. Okay. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll see more then. Yeah, we will. Yeah. Um. So at the end of the show, there's like... There was a big shootout, and um, it was a little hard to watch because my um, stream kept, like, freezing, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I kept, like, losing what was happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was, like, a bomb that went off right next to Oliver, and he, like, was able to run out just in time, and he, I don't know. It was just a weird way to end the show, I thought. <laughs> he just, like, got out. <laughs> right? Yeah. He's he's a tricky one. He's got that uh he's got that jump gene, you know, you can just get out of yeah. anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so at the end of the episode, like Curtis is like 
he's not he's parting ways but he's like he still cares about them as people yeah so he, he like he gave dig that new thing that helped his arm yeah like curtis is becoming one of my favorite people he is pretty terrific <laughs> yes Oh, yeah. So they set up shop um, in Old Helix headquarters. What is Helix again? That's where... Um, so Felicity's friend... Oh, right. Was... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't I didn't catch that line, but that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm excited Wait about their new that's, layer. That's bad, right? Right, because King James is going to find that. <laughs> exactly. And plus, he's probably already got it bugged, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> like, I'm excited for them as a team, but, like, do they think this through? <laughs> Is this why they're, like, the, like, junior line? <laughs> the JV team? <laughs> well, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. How do you feel about Arrow going forward? Like, the whole show? Or like this point in the season, yeah. I feel like they're they're like this whole season has been them grasping at ideas, and it kind of mm-hmm. feels like they're making it up as they go along, mm-hmm. because they're like they're pulling back a lot of weird characters that just don't have any real tie into anything. There's it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like there doesn't feel to be an overarching like point to this to this season. You know, like the first season, it was all about like. He just came back and he's trying to get his life together. Second season, mm-hmm. it was all about uh, Slade and all that sort of stuff. Third season mm-hmm. was, uh, or maybe that's wrong. But like each of the seasons had like a villain, Ra's al Ghul, mm-hmm. uh, Damien Dark, something mm-hmm. that was like pushing the season forward, some sort of like instigation for mm-hmm. for each episode to exist. Instigation, <laughs> impetus? I don't know. There was some There was some purpose behind each episode and it doesn't feel like there's that now. You know, it's mm-hmm. just like Caden James. And that guy's like a, it's, he's like a nobody, basically, right? He's just like some hacker nerd that is in Felicity's life because she looks up to, looked up to him when she was younger, right? right? But like yeah. the rest of the people are just like this ragtag group of people that he, that they just like put together with no mm-hmm. real, like, I just don't understand what anybody wants out of this, this season. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I understand why Oliver and all of them are still in the show, right? Because mm-hmm. stuff's still going down. But it's, mm-hmm. like, boring stuff. It's not like <laughs> there's nothing interesting, you know? The backstory's caught up. Mm-hmm. Everything's just in the future. They had something yeah. going with William, right? Like, they could have played that a little bit more. But, like, mm-hmm. now it's just not – It's I don't know. There's just – there's nothing that I find interesting about the show anymore. Hmm. So, is it about, like – the ties you have with people, maybe? How do you mean? Because, so, King James is someone that Felicity used to look up to, and then it turned out that he was not the hero that she thought he was. Mm-hmm. And, like, Renee and Dinah and Curtis used to look up to Oliver, and it turned out that he's not really the hero that they thought he was. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. This is... Uh... This is why we're doing the show, Chandrika, so we can get we can get this part of your brain out in the open. That's that was that was uh, wow. I, I'm in awe right now. <laughs> I'm just like trying to find out what what is like the tie-in here. Like, so yeah. it seems like the baddies are all just like randos from Oliver's past that all hate him now. 
<laughs> whatever reason, <laughs> right? Sure, yeah, yeah. But like the cool thing is that like, so throughout the entire series of Arrow, it's always been like, oh, I'm angsty and broody and I'm going to like get away from my friends even though, even though my friends love me and oh, I just have to get over that and my friends still love me. But now like, no, like he's actually hurt his friends and they are done with him. Mm-hmm. Like not not Dig and Felicity, they're going to be by his side no matter what, but like he has done some real damage and I feel like he hasn't before with anyone else. And that like that kind of trust or like the lack of trust within your in group is an interesting thing to explore. I don't know. I feel like he he did just as weird stuff with Felicity. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it just takes two seasons for anybody to come around, you know. Yeah. <laughs> But it's like it's a little bit different just because it's like groups versus like a romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it has like a slightly different dynamic. Sure. I don't know. Well, it's going to be an interesting second half, I think, for most of the shows anyway. I don't know about Arrow, but <laughs> <laughs> I just I really want Curtis to like have his own show. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. It'd be terrific. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we're uh, I think we're done, Judge <laughs> Yes, I think every week's going to end up with like I wish Curtis had his own show. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. All right, well. All right, well, talk at you next time. <laughs>